Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and beer gives us wood. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading The Overstory by Richard Powers, and starting with... Oh my god. A non-beer. I just realized his name is Dick Powers. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I I read this book for forever. I did it not think about it yeah. until I didn't hear it out loud. I was like, oh, my God. Speaking of wood. Great. Great. <laughs> so this is a first for us. This is not a beer. It's not a mead. It's not a cider. It's not even alcoholic. We've had spiked seltzer before. We had spiked seltzer. That's alcoholic. This yeah, is, this is. This is called tree water. It is a fizzy water made entirely from tree sap. I, uh why? Uh, why not? It's by the Nod Hill Brewery in Ridgefield, Connecticut. So is it like or sugar in it them. or something? It's something ingredients in it. are pasteurized maple sap and CO two. That's what this is. What? Okay, so maple sap is maple syrup, but not just not so there boiled down. Boiled, there there, there are twenty four grams of sugar in this can, so it's sugar water. It's it's, it's, it's maple sap. It's that lightly carbonated. boiled maple syrup. It's really runny maple syrup. I mean, it's it clear. doesn't smell at all. Yeah. It tastes. It has no smell. You're right. Kind of like a little bit like maple syrup. The maple syrup seltzer. That is basically the flavor. Kinda. Very. Famous. I admit, I fucking hate seltzer. I find the idea stupid and offensive. <laughs> offensive. <laughs> yeah. I want water, but I want bubbles in it. Why? <laughs> fuck you. Maybe. What if it's I want soda, but without the flavor? <laughs> Grow the fuck up. <laughs> Drink water like an adult. From what the, the hose. Is, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> bubbles in water. Stop being a fucking child. Wow. I like seltzer a lot. Dumb. That it's is a dumb. That is a strong opinion. I hot feel takes with Jimmy. I feel very. It's not even a hot take. It's just a hot opinion. <laughs> like there's there's no like deep cut about this. Like oh, like an interesting way of looking at it. I think it's stupid. Wow. All right. <laughs> it's dumb. I respectfully disagree. Well, uh, it's okay to be fucking wrong. I. <laughs> I mean, I have no strong feelings about seltzer either way. So I feel very strong. I don't. I don't love it, but it's fine. I think, you know, it's good for this, though, like mixed drinks where like it needs some bubbles, water, or seltzer. But like, that's what it's for. Let me just drink this bottle of bubble water. Like, come <laughs> on. Eat a dick. <laughs> All right. Wow, okay. This mm. is like, this is okay. This is our most controversial opinion. <laughs> this might be our most controversial opinion. People like seltzer, and I don't fucking know why. Anyway, I am not a fan of this drink. It, feel, it, it, it feels like, weird. It's it got f- a weird aftertaste. It feels kind of like, you know, when you get a water at a restaurant and there was Coke in the pipes. <laughs> and it's got that musty flavor to it. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, like that, it's, that, it's, it's not. It's like an, yeah, it's like not strong enough maple flavor. If it was like a maple seltzer, sure, cool. But it's like, eh. Also, it's just pasteurized tree sap. What the fuck? It seems like more pro- trouble than it's worth. I don't know. It might, it might make people more inclined to have more maple trees, which is the official tree of New York State, by the way, gentlemen. Is it? It is sugar maple. Okay, just like Canada. Yeah, fuck them. One of one fiftieth of our country is equal to their entire country's state treeness. But they, they, they fuck with syrup. They do, they do, and nothing else. So um, hockey, fine. we don't like. Uh, do fuck with <laughs> poutine. <laughs> oh, poutine. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. I mean, actually, I do kind of do, but it's weird. It's pretty good. It's, it's a little unsettling. I still don't know what a curd is. It, it's cheese. If it wasn't, but what is a cheese curd? It's too close to the word turd for my <laughs> taste. Or like curdle, so it's like rotten. I don't know what a curd is. What is the chunk? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> what is it? I, 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 I think it's not aged. I think it's really not aged very much. 
Okay, I, but I really don't know. What is and the chunk? Sounds like a weird everyone statement. From, what is the curd? That sounds everyone, like a new way to say what's up. Like, hey, man, what's the chunk? <laughs> what's the good curd? <laughs> That's Canadian, yeah. That's what Drake says, because he's Canadian. Oh, fuck. Oh, we started from the bottom, and now we're here. Uh, yeah. oh, anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about the book for a second. It is an intense book. It's going to take us about 17 hours to explain, which is almost as long as it takes to read it. Yeah, it was a long book. Anyway, it's this year's Pulitzer winner. Is it? Rightfully so. So yeah. it, it did not win the Booker last year. It was shortlisted for the Booker, but didn't but win. But it is a Pulitzer this year. Milkman won. It was shortlisted, but it didn't win. Milkman won. will be an episode we've already done. But uh, it did win the Pulitzer, which is... And they're announced in the spring. So. I thought about that a lot when I was reading it. I was like, is this better than Milkman? I don't know. We'll discuss that at the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss it at the end. Not yeah. I said it's better. Yeah, no, I feel you. Though, yeah, it's better. So, um, yeah, I think it is. Um, <laughs> it is a complex story. It follows, is it nine characters? There are, nine, there are nine main, main characters. characters. Anyway, it's, overall, it is about trees. It's about saving the trees. When, when I asked you what is this book about, you said it's about trees. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Was I wrong? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's a giant-ass book. What do you mean it's about trees? But Was I no, wrong? No, you are 100% correct. I just, at the time... And though anyone listening to this that hasn't read that would be like, what the fuck does that mean? And I'll tell you, that's exactly what it's fucking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there are nine characters. Um, Which I, I the first part of the book names. is introducing each character or set of characters. Sometimes and there are family pairs and, and like their stories in like a series of basically like a series of short stories. And frankly, most of the information there is not that important. No. To the rest of the book. But they were very nice stories. Oh, I enjoyed Each them. one was yeah. a tiny, self-contained story. And like, where the fuck is this book going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have sure. no idea what they're Because the characters, they're, they're completely paths, unrelated. Their paths don't get, like, intertwined until really, like, practically halfway through or yeah. more. But some of the stories follow a fan. Like, the first one is, right? Nic- Nicholas Hole, whatever. Hole. Hole. Dutch. It's like it's Norwegian. five Norwegian generations oh, yeah. of his family. Yeah. Some very of them, briefly told. Some of them are more elaborately long than others, and some are very short. And Mimi Ma's also follows her father's trip from pre-Mao China yep. to the Midwest or wherever they settled. And then... I forget. Yeah. And, uh, doesn't matter. And then other ones are like, here's just... Uh, Olivia? Like, like, some of them... The Olivia, Olivia's a college girl. Some of them... You don't, like, the bulk of them end up getting together in some way or another, but some of them you don't really understand why they're in the story at all until the very, very end. Yeah. Like, literally 700 pages in. You're like, why the fuck do we keep going back to these people? How long is the book? I read it on the Kindle. It's hard to know pages. It's 700-something pages. I thought it was only Mm, five-something. I think it's five-something. That's like 700. There, that is it's very long dense. Read. It's 500 with, with pretty small print because yeah. pages 512, according to Wikipedia, but it felt like a very long book. I mean, it we've was done 500-page books before that felt, that, that felt shorter than this. And I'd say, I really enjoyed reading this. Yeah. It, yeah. it just is long. It took a long time. And I, I'm, like the life of a tree. Mm-hmm. So, the, so let's go over the characters briefly. Um, there's Nick Howell. The artist. Who, who's like a fifth-generation Iowan. Yes. And, and it, each, each story involves a tree. Trees. Loosely or very directly. So if his tree connection is his great-great-great-grandfather, the immigrant from, from Ch- Norway, is it Norway? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Who, yeah. who picked up some... Uh, Chestnuts. When on the night he proposed to Which his... Which is what you call boobs in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a serious book, gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> serious book. Not <laughs> we do a lot of anyway, serious books. And moves, moves with his young wife to the middle of Iowa. This is like the, you know, probably very early 1800s. Like anyway, Homestead Act so, shit. But yeah. because they're in the middle of Iowa and there are no other chestnuts, when the rest of the chestnuts in North America die from that plant disease, he has the only one. And either he also, or he his... Also, he plants like five 
or something. But they all have yeah, one yeah. lift. So one, one, yeah, one, yeah, lift. So one dies from this, one dies from that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, eventually, cameras are invented. And his, uh, his, grand, his grandson starts taking a picture of it Nick's once a month. Nick's grandfather. Yeah, Nick's grandfather. So, so Nick has like third generation of literally taking a picture of the tree from the same spot once a month yeah. for every year. And it, and it basically is like 75 years by this point. Crazy time lapse like thing. A big flip book. And at the end of his chapter, he, Nicholas is coming back from a art. So he went to art school. There's a really funny line when uh, I'm, I'm going to screw this up, but the son basically tells Nicholas tells his father that he wants to throw his life away and go to art school. So I knew it was going to be something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you want to throw your life away. Uh, anyway, he he had gone to uh, an art show the night before Christmas or not for Christmas Thanksgiving. Like one that. of yeah, those. Yeah, one of those. Anyway, comes back. His whole family is dead from carbon monoxide. They're, from like a leaky heater. Yeah, the leaky space heater. And so he's inherited, you know, because he's the only one of his family left. So he's in fa- inherited the whole family house. Well, he's well also, the farm's already sold off. They sold it, yeah, piecemeal over the years yeah. to, or the generations to Some the macro, you know, yeah, agro giant. So, so they very much like a spot left. They have the house and the tree. And they go, the Okies, they grapes go, of wrath. Grapes of Wrath. It felt, that part felt like Grapes of Wrath. All right, next person, uh, Mimi Ma, uh, it talks about her father who comes from. China in 1948. So he literally basically the year before he Mao takes over. Not really flees, but kind of flees. Yeah. Well, basically, he, he, his, yeah. he goes he, to school, but his dad young. is like, you have to go. Take all the our shit with us. All the pri- like priceless antiques that have been in their family and a mulberry bush. Um, because that's what silkworms eat. Yeah. So anyway, and he plants it and then he becomes a uh, he becomes an engineer, and he has he has three kids, and he's like Mary's inventing. A lady. Uh, yeah, he does. And he's very he's progressive for the 50s. Yeah. He's, he's inventing bar- he the cell phone. Broken English. Yeah, he does invent the cell phone. Almost. He's like he's he's inventing a briefcase size phone that you can carry around with you because it's the seventies. Yeah, you know, that part of the book. Yeah, yeah. No, it, li- it lives in the garage, and he has he plants a, the mulberry tree, and it because he wants to have his, like him. silk empire. Yes, but the tree dies, and so he shoots himself in the head. Yeah, but he brings with him. Uh, he has three daughters. He has these, the treasures are these three jade rings that each has an engraved tree on it. It's like yeah. an uh, unbelievable work of craftsmanship. And this scroll, thousand year old, like Buddhist like, scroll. It was a Buddhist or Muslims. They're Buddhist. Oh, oh, no, they're, no, they're Muslim. They're, they're, they're a Muslim family. But they're called. They're a Muslim family, but the scrolls are Buddhist. Yeah. Right. So he has this they, ancient. They are. Uh, they're Buddhist arhats, which are like hats, basically wise men. Uh, they people, are hats. They're, they're like people who are like real close to enlightenment, but are not achieving it to stay and educate people. They just need like a century or more of being a rock, and yeah. then they'll be there. Yeah. Anyway, Makes sense and to me. then uh, Mia eventually... You know, Mimi. Well, okay, Mimi. Right. They're all, all her Mimi. sisters. I, okay, so I don't think it mattered at all in the book, but her, there's so many details. But all of her sisters are named after opera characters. Mm. So she's yes. Mimi after La Boheme, yeah, which is yeah. a sister named Carmen, and I forget the other one's name. Yeah, they, the, the sisters are barely in it after... They're not in it at all, really. She mentions them like in passing, but they are not in it. But her father, is, before he shoots himself in the head, he's, he takes them every year on family vacations to national parks and shit like they that. They live for the summer vacations to parks where he writes down everything and... Fights off a bear by hiding. Yeah. He speaks to it in Chinese. Yeah, yeah because bears bear speak Chinese. We just never knew. <laughs> That's why when we yell at them, they're like, "I don't understand. I'm Chinese." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she because she goes off and she becomes a engineer. She becomes an but, engineer but like, like with her, her dad. But you know, she takes they each each one of them gets a ring after he kills himself, and their mother has crippling dementia, like early onset Alzheimer's or something. Yep. So they put her in a home, uh, and they divide up. The rings, and she gets the scrolls for reasons, or like she's gonna take them for now and yeah, figure out what's up. All right, so uh, Adam Apich is a he's definitely on the spectrum. Like, doesn't yeah, understand people, it. loves watching ants, 
he loves science, he's like a natural and scientist. his brother beats him up because he's you know weird. And, and then, his sister disappears. His sister gets oh, yeah. abducted and rape murdered in and Florida at school. Yeah. For no plot reason, though. Like, well, I mean, a lot of these stories had no plot reason. It was just like, like the like story a dark of this detail. Life. Do we need that? Well, also, know it, you know, he you know, discovers psychology and becomes really interested like, how do people well, he deal finds a with book. people? He, he finds he this does book. Not, it's like yeah. the, ape, the something ape. It's something like that's called. Yeah. And um, it, it's just because the, cause he is a shitty student, but he has a business doing people's homework for them. So because he's, he's very smart, but he does not understand how people work and he doesn't get how people think and he doesn't get it so he reads this book that's about psychology and it it transforms him and suddenly he's like you have to read about how people are in a book to get them and he write i like the part where he writes the professor like he's like i kind of fucked up through high school weird school but you have to write an essay doesn't matter you do in school and he's like ah your school is shit no but he the the because he's had shitty grades he can't apply to any good schools yeah and he's like, I'm not going to be able to go to your school either. But he writes him a letter. Your book's been so important. But he uses all the lessons from all the psychology to kind of manipulate persuasion people. Persuasion techniques. And then the professor's like, he gives him like a kind of standard letter. You know, this is how the application works. We don't really worry about grades. We worry about a thing. So spend, you know, spend your time on the essay. And then there's like an extra note that says, don't ever blow smoke up my ass again. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like, don't yeah. try my tricks on me, That's you a, piece of shit. And then end of, end of chapter. Yeah, that was Something a funny like thing. But he... He's like intuits how to do experiments. Like he's like mm-hmm. so observant, very, and curious. He's very good at science. He does a thing with ants. He paints them with nail polish. He paints them colors. To, to track them and see how long they take to do things and study where they go. And at the science fair, they're like, "Who did this for you? You didn't do this." Like, yeah, they're like, "Surely, had, surely, an adult did this for you. You couldn't. You're too young to have an original idea like this." And they say he's cheating and he feels bad. Standard shitty teachers. Okay, so it's Adam. There's another shitty teacher later. But first, a beer. Yeah. Well, we should do this one for. Um, Patricia Westerford. Uh, yes, yeah. definitely. Is she the next character? She is no, now. She no, is. And yeah. she, I mean, I don't know what order they go in, but she I, is a big character. I looked her up, and it was like, she's based on a real person. So this is a field study by Trogues. It is a an IPA dry hopped with Citra Mosaic and El Dorado, and it is 6.2% alcohol. So Patricia Westerford, we're gonna, I'm just going to start with her because this applies to her. Yeah. She's a child. She's like deaf or something? She has some sort of she's, speech impediment? She's, she's deaf. Um, and her dad is the best. He's or like the Atticus Finch deaf. of trees. He is the best dad he ever. Is, yes. He is, he is the greatest dad to ever live. And he shows her about nature and encourages her to be inquisitive and to study uh, trees. And then he dies in a car accident or something like that. Yeah. And um, she goes to college and is she's kind of like a loner. Mm-hmm. She just she feels she identifies more with trees and plants than with people. Like she doesn't hang out with people. Yeah. She bangs one dude once. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that was okay. I uh, like trees. And her dissertation I is... I prefer, prefer my wooden tree form. <laughs> <laughs> her dissertation is writing... She, she discovers that when one tree puts out like a chemical signal, other trees respond. And that's what she... This is like the 60s, early 60s. And she writes her dissertation on it. And at first, and she is her paper trashed. is well received. But then everyone was like, trees don't talk or think. That's just stupid. a table. <laughs> You're a you're a dumb lady scientist. It basically was like you're a dumb lady. Yeah, there's scientist. one part yeah. where the like one of the articles shitting, shitting on her never calls her doctor or professor. Yeah. Whatever they just call her, her by her name, like as if to I, I, um, Patricia. Yeah, like to really identify that this is a woman talking about science. She doesn't know. She what starts she's going by about. Pat to like publish things so people will take it seriously. But they're like, ah, no, it's a lady. Yeah, saying stupid stuff that's ridiculous. She gets like railroaded out of academia, and yep. she ends up being. Living in the woods, like a like, park ranger, yeah. she, like, Forest like, service, 
far as I know, the Bureau of Land Management or something that plays a big part in this, which is uh, yeah. which really confused me because they abbreviated it as BLM. So yeah. like, Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter but <laughs> it's like, oh, right, Bureau of Land I Management. I believe Bark Lives Matter in this book. It does in this book, yeah. Ooh. What do you it's think of this beer, by the way? It's, it's fine. pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's very it's fine. Just very, very fine. Basic. Yeah. Um, it's a very fine regular IPA, not not terribly hoppy. Yeah, it's, doesn't it say dry hopped? It, it, it does, it does, but it, it doesn't, just... It doesn't say dry hopped at all. But, you know, no. Trogues is a bigger brewery that make more mainstream type beers, and we've been having, like, you know, these really crazy beers. So. Artisanal, local kind of things. Yeah. I get it. But Field Steady, because she goes into the woods as a, mm-hmm. the forester yeah. person, and she loves it, actually, because she yeah. doesn't like people. She hates she people, wants to live with the, the trees. She really, like, discovers all these amazing things. And then after really, like, 10 years, oh, at one point, she does, she finds some uh, mushrooms that... Or she knows are poisonous, but she's basically planning to kill herself by... It, because just she because is, she's socially disgraced, and yeah. she feels like she's, there's no coming back. So she, com- she prepares a nice meal with the poisoned mushrooms, but then decides... No, but then at the last second, decides not to. Just decides not she, to. Then she goes into it and loves her park life. Yeah, and then she goes... And, and, but then she finds people doing... Uh, other force people doing a study in the woods, other scientists, and they're like, wait, are you Patricia Westerford? Do you know? Because in, in, t- like in the intervening 10 years, academia has realized that she's right and that, um, uh, and that people are citing her paper all the time and other people have replicated the studies and done further research and found out that she was correct all the time. And she's so just she's been now, off the grid and had no idea yeah. that people thought she was the shit again. But she doesn't go back to academia. She just kind of like stays. And then an older forestry dude is like... The other, prof- the other professor. I don't remember when her chapter ends and when it starts showing back. No, time. I think it ends with. Um, I think she kind of like marry, con- out of convenience, oh, she's marries like, the guy. Like, I would like you to get my pension, so let's just get married, I, and I'll come visit you once a day. She's like, sure. But were nice. they banging? I don't even know. Uh, I, I guess think, they were, I think, right? I think slightly, but, but they still were both very. Yeah, you know, sure. They were both very like independent people because they're both in like he. She's in her forties by this point, and he's in his like fif- late fifties. She's right. like, yeah, whatever. It's like they're just looking more for companion, like the one, yeah. occasional companionship. Like they have lunch together, and then they she lives. This, they still both live alone, but you know, just wants to get that pension. Well, he wants to give it to her. She didn't even yeah. care. She's living. She's like broke. She's yeah, impossible. She, she doesn't need money. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's her chapter. So that's and then there's Douglas Pavlicek, who had uh, the crazy story. So first of all, at the beginning when he's a very early in what when college? He's in college. He, he's he, in the Milgram prison the, experiment. The, the, right? Stanford, <laughs> yeah, the Stanford prison experiment, and he's like, "This like, wow, this is awful." Wait, that w-, and then after like they ended the study when six people were awful in. each other. It's like, wait, that was only six days. Anyway, then he goes to Vietnam, and then he flies helicopters. But then he's like he, shot no, he, down. He's the loadmaster on yeah. cargo jets. No helicopters. Was it helicopters? Yeah, I don't remember. Honestly. I thought it was helicopters, but anyway, whatever he's he, in, it gets blown up over. Cambodia or yeah. Laos or something like that, and he um, anyway one of his legs gets very badly injured. But, but he it, lands lands in a tree. He lands in a banyan tree, which basically saves his life. Yeah, and then he's you know brought back to health, and he goes back to America with a with a gimpy leg mm-hmm. and just wanders because he's so, got no fucking idea what to do. First, he's like taking care of horses over the winter, and it's like he's always by himself for months at a time. It's almost like the Overlook Hotel, but then but with horses, and then he. Uh, leaves that, and then he decides to plant trees for basically a, a logging company. And he literally he like he's like flying over that. it, and he sees that they've all been cut down. And he's, oh yeah, yeah, he's like, a lot looks, of cut it looks down like trees. a it looks like a shaved animal ready for dissection or some shit. And it's like it's horrifying to him. He's like, I'm gonna change this, so he gets a job, you know, planting trees. Where he gets you know five cents a tree, and he just throws seeds, and he plants up mm-hmm. like tens of thousands it, of trees. He gets fifty thousand. He, he gets fifty 
gets to 50,000 seedlings that he's planted, and then he's at a bar shooting pool, and some guy goes, oh, you know, for every, for every seedling you plant, that lumber company can just cut down another tree. And he goes, He realizes what? he's been, like, the he's whole been, system is fucked. He's been helping the lumber industry, not really Because you can plant a baby trees. tree and then cut down an old-growth tree. He's like, well, we planted one. The yeah. tree that's been here for 50 years is the same as a baby. More it's like this tree's been here for 600 years Yeah, is the thing. All right. Uh, and so quickly, let's just do, there's the lawyer and the stenographer who, like... There's, there's, there's was the weirdest one that I didn't get for yeah, the most it time. Really it really barely connects. It was like Ray and Dorothy. Dorothy. Yeah. And they, like, are amateur theater people, and they hang out, and... Because she's impulsive and does yeah. cool... She's, like, a edgy and a weird relationship, r- r- and then in uh, their chapter, she crashes into a tree because she's reading a letter he wrote her. And a like, love letter, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're going to... I mean, she was reading while driving. So yeah, that's like, a terrible idea. Bad idea. And this is where I, I do agree that audiobooks are, are okay. If while <laughs> driving, sure. <laughs> um, and then they're, you know, they said they're going to they're gonna plant impulse, a plant in the garden of some kind every year on their anniversary. So they have like a, you know, they can mark, but, mark the time. She, but they can't have children. Yeah, they just, they, they yeah. Just can't the, get most pregnant. of the book is that, but in the first chapter, basically, hits the tree and it's over. And you're like, that was weird. Yeah. What the fuck is this? I guess the tree that she hit was the only reference to a tree in oh, their chapter. We also forgot that for Adam, every kid, he's one of five kids, I think. His oh, every, father every, planted a every different kid tree, a tree for each kid, yeah. and the daughter that disappears, her tree died. And he spent a lot of time in his tree because he was not good with people. Yeah. Then it goes the with Neely. Neely. Neely, yeah. The Indian guy who is super into computer programming and falls out of a tree and breaks his back yeah. and needs a cripple for the rest of his so, life. And this is like the 70s and like the early time of, of uh, computers and his father brings one home and he's like so fascinated and then he's like writing all these programs and he's learning it by himself and then one time... He's like a computer prodigy. English teacher decides, wait, you're reading this book on programming and not... Well, I think it was a separate piece. He was like yeah. reading a book in class. So if you've never read a separate, separate piece... Joy. Don't because it's really stupid. But in in, in a separate piece, <laughs> yeah, I, the main character one one of the main characters falls out of a tree and basically dies. I, I figured there was some symbolism it's in there. But there I, did, yeah, I did yeah. not know well, the book. for everything. I'm sure I mean, everything's intentional yeah. in this book. But like, for when uh, oh shit, what's the lawyer and his wife Dorothy? Ray. And Dorothy. Ray. The first play they try for is Macbeth, and that has the fucking scene with the the with Macduff or whatever his name is. Like the trees come yeah. to the castle, right? Like that's oh, the thing. Yeah. Like you'll be safe till was it Burnham Wood? I forget what it's called. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So there's trees embedded in everything, so it's all super clever. Anyway, so he falls out of a tree. He's like, he's like so mad at his teacher that he like can't stay. He like climbs a tree and then accidentally falls out of it. I mean, he's only like eleven. And or she keeps like she that. keeps his notebook full of his Pro- uh, like hand hand drawn programming language that he's planning out during class. So we can go home and program. And he's like Commodore sixty four, whatever he has. Yeah, right? that mm-hmm. is Apple two or no before that. This is even earlier than anyway. So he and then he's and crippled feels, for the rest of his life. She com- the part where she comes to the hospital is like, oh man, this like twenty three year old child. woman. You know, she's like a first year teacher probably, and she's like, let me show these children about discipline. And then this kid gets paralyzed. I'm so sorry. Well, she's mad that here's your notebook. He's into suddenly into programming and not into literature. Fucking kids. Like, I can totally see a teacher doing that, though. Why don't you oh, love? Remember. Why don't you love this? Because it's their piece. thing, you know. If you're an English teacher, you probably love books. So anyway, I, I remember having teachers take shit away from me. Like, shit, I remember specifically in. Um, but she's like personally hurt. Yeah. That he doesn't like the books anymore. That he's into computers. I don't think he ever really liked the books, though. Right? He's no, like, he never liked the books. But teachers took shit away from us all the time. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. And you just didn't. You're like, oh fuck, they have that now. Okay. 
It's, yeah. There's no... I don't well, know if it's it, the same. It wasn't, I don't know if it, it wasn't really her fault. No, but she feels guilt. Yeah, and then she, she disappears in the book. Yeah, she, anyway, so she gives he, him the uh, book back and he's like, whatever, I don't give a shit that I'm crippled. And she's like, oh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave from this story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and then he is crippled for the rest of his life, uh, but, become, but is still a genius computer programmer. And grows to be really tall. Except like, he's, he's in a chair. wheelchair. With but he's like, he's like a legs. praying mantis, like also spindly. He, does, he doesn't eat. But he's like 6'6 six, six or something like that, they say. He's really lanky. Like, and he's like this he's, overgrown he's, thing. They say it many times. Yes, but also he's really lanky because he doesn't eat. Yeah, he doesn't sleep or eat. He has a pisses like, in his oh, bag. And yeah, he just, he, he just, his, body, his body breaks down over the course of the book because he doesn't take care of himself at all. Yeah, he's just yep. absorbed in he this other world. He sleeps in the chair because he designed... I don't, does, he, does he design the game... In his yeah, chapters? first, yeah, in the middle he of the, the book, of he's designing like the f- one of these first giant big, big what, what would evolve into bigger things. Yeah, yeah, okay. He has the idea though when he, uh, I think when he like falls out of the tree or, or shortly in his recovery, like, it's a idea like, for the game, like, like a seed like, oh, of it is planted, like growing something yeah. growing, seed planted. Yeah, I yeah. say what you did there. You're yeah. welcome. And uh, then lastly is Olivia, Olivia. who. Is the weirdest character. She, she is very weird, in the yeah. chapters. She's like, this is where the fuck is this going? So she's basically a like. All she does is walk by a tree. Uh, a a uh, college student who like did a ton of partying. And she's it's failing like, it's out like, of actuarial science. It's it's 1989. Um, the future is now. And then she like accidentally like electrocutes she takes herself. A sh- she takes a shower. She's lying in bed. She plugs in her lamp. And but she's she dies. T- she's t- taking acid at that point too. She's she doing something. Acid? Yeah. She, she took. Oh, okay. She took. I think she took acid. That makes a lot more sense. And then she was high. And she like, but she like the lamp fell over. And she, she tries to it, plug it. She tries herself. to plug it in, but she's still wet. Oh, okay. And yeah. so she gets shocked, and the end of the chapter is she dies. And I was like, well, where is this going? And yeah, then, this is like the third page of her chapter. Yeah, it's a short one. Then it comes right back, and, and then the and then the actual book begins because at this point, yeah, do we, yeah, do you're we, right. Do we do all nine she, people? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. I think so. That was the section called Roots. Yes, oh. that was Roots, and then the next part is called Trunk. And if you're looking at table of contents, each of the Roots chapters are. You know, varying lengths, so like 40 pages or like 10 pages for some yeah. of them. And then that happens, and it goes in Trunk's like, I don't know what this fucking book is going to be about still. Yeah. And then weird. Trunk is more than half of the book. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it starts back up. But it's very, very big. It starts yes. back up with her coming back to life. Yeah. She's been dead for a minute and 10 seconds, and she is different. She She's has seen some shit. She starts hearing voices. She's seeing beings of light. And hearing things. She's like the Jonah she was dead, trees. And apparently, I didn't really figure this out, but I didn't realize that she was tripping acid. Yeah. But, yeah, she's different now. She realizes, I've got to change my life. This is shit. What am I doing? Yeah, this Everything, is all, this is all meaningless. What, am I, what the fuck is the point? So, then so, so anyway, all she's, the characters she's like, weave together. She's like on a vision quest, practically, she's, for yeah. the rest of the book. To oh, save the trees. Now. But she doesn't even know what it is right away. Yeah. She she's just like, get I need it. to she's go. Like, I, I need to do something. I don't know what that thing is. I know I have a calling. I will figure out what it is when I know. Yeah. And so she's driving along the highway, and she sees a sign. And it says, free wood. Free, <laughs> basically. I'll deliver it to the rear. It says, free, free tree art, and she pulls up, and it's Nick. Because there's a lot of time bouncing. Yeah, in the, Nick's now or, like 35. There's a lot of time bouncing in the earlier chapters where they're all established, because they all take place different times, and they're all different ages by the time the book starts. So that's hard to follow. And, yeah, there are some dates tossed around, but not enough yeah. for you to so really basically, know. Basically, like the book starts kind of in like 1989, 1990. Yeah. By the time the the plot plot begins. Yeah. And she's like, "Hey, what's all this tree art?" It's like, I did a lot of art, and now my house is being to- taken, and I am gonna have to leave somewhere. And she's like, "Let's go." Why don't together. you come with me? Yeah. 
the trees speak to me, I realize now I've heard something with trees. And he's like, well, she I've got nothing to do and I want to smash. So, and, yeah. Well, she sees the chestnut, you know, the last one or is the, the elm tree, or whatever. The chest, chestnut. It's, it's his chestnut. And, and whatever the chestnut blight, it's we, this is a real thing. Yeah. Obliterated the American chestnut, like, and now this it doesn't one exist anymore. Finally, has it, or maybe it, maybe it, it doesn't. killed billions of trees. It wiped in North out America. across the country. So now, uh, the actually, I guess um, now there's a they've, they've crossbred it with the European one or the Asian one or something that it's blight resistant, and only recently they're reintroducing that into the wild. Like I think I heard this on the news the other day, actually, that they're in labs or fucking I don't know fucking gardens or something. Crossbreeding these to, to try to get a blight resistant elm tree. It, basically, this one survived on its own because it was so far away. It was away isolated. Because yeah. it was like an eastern, east coast kind of thing. And they brought it to fucking Iowa and it was the only one because all the others died. And so it just never got the disease, but now it finally has it. And later on in the book, it doesn't really, it's not an important thing, but later on, the, they realized that that tree was like a landmark for that town. Yes. Back like, well, you go yeah. past the, the whole, the whole tree. Elm tree, uh, chestnut tree, and mm-hmm. you make it right there. You know, it was like, because, you know, it's the middle of fucking nowhere. It was like Wiggles was for Queens. A central mark place. To I heard about that. I never, have never. For Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike I told you about Wiggles. About I've never, yeah, I've, I've never seen it. If you wanted to get wood, you could have gone to Wiggles. Uh, <laughs> it was a strip club. It is, it is closed now, but it was uh, known for griminess and titties. That is. But it was a full nude one, which in New York City means they can't serve alcohol. So oh, it was, was it? Okay. yeah. See, they like girls were trying to get you to buy a fifteen dollar cup of Fanta or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking European soda. <laughs> so uh, they hook up, but they don't actually hook up. He does not. They're no. not smushing. No, they, they, he, she, they she, never bang. She helps. Oh, they do. In the tree. Oh, yeah, okay. they don't bang for a while, but yeah. they they get down and dirty. Yeah, like at one point she's sitting in her underwear and like a shirt. They do, and they, he's like, "Can you put on something more modest?" Yeah, like I'm when, when they're at the house, he like they, she helps him clean out the house and bury all their stuff in the back. They bury the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they, they leave. They, they have head, to go west. They head out to California, where she sees like these um, tree, protesters. tree protesters are happening. It's like we've got to go to there, and he's and, like, "Yeah," and that's that sounds they go. right. I've got nothing going on. But, I'm an art major, but first they have a beer. They have a beer. Yeah, they definitely have a beer. And uh, Nate, you brought this one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so this is called Oakspire. It oh. is a col- collaboration between New Belgium and Knob Creek because it is a basically New Belgium brewed some beer and it was aged in Knob Creek bourbon barrels. I do like Knob Creek a lot. It's a very nice one. And it is 9% alcohol. Tastes like burning. Does it? B- bourbons do. Yeah. I they mean, it tastes like burning. Oh, I thought you had it. No, this doesn't taste like burning. I mean, it does have a sweeter kind of taste. It does, I don't get a huge it, bourbon it, flavor. It, it, I want to say it has like the vanilla and a little bit, a, a little bit of the char. Very vanilla. Yeah, it's very, very vanilla. Anyway, I really like this. I think it's this good. is damn good, damn good. Did you say it's um, vanilla nice? Oh god damn it! <laughs> I was like, where are you going for with this? I, I figured it out eventually. Yeah, yeah. No, I would. Nice, nice baby. I'm not overwhelmed with it. I think it's okay. Yeah, it's it's not by any means like the best thing I've ever had, certainly, but it is it's damn good. I don't know what it's what kind of good. beer do they put in here, you know? Something that is susceptible to being flavored by knob. But <laughs> That sounds appetizing. Uh, I I think this the base beer isn't that great for the bourbon barrel flavoring. But they got a lot of the bourbon barrel flavoring into it. Yeah. Yeah, but the, only the good parts though. I think they need a, a bigger beer should have gone into this. Like Possibly. an imperial stout. Or a barley wine or a double something. But barley wine in a bourbon barrel. I feel like that's too many conflicting flavors. I believe that's what uh, Hell on Wood was. Well, then, you know, that one worked out great. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, oh, no, that's not New Belgium. That was uh, Duclaw. Duclaw. Um, I could be wrong if that was a barley wine. But this is 9% 
after soaking up alcohol out of the bourbon barrel. Well, they don't, do, I don't think it really soaks up the alcohol out of the barrel, does it? it? There's a good amount of stuff in that wood if it's a fresher barrel. And isn't bourbon, can't you only use a bourbon barrel once? Yes. Isn't yes. that the thing about bourbon yeah, barrels? That's one of its rules. The laws. The laws of bourbon. Uh, it has to be a fresh uh, oak barrel. So then they just like, well, they throw out this barrel. Well, they just sell it now. They used to throw them away. Now they sell them. Yeah. So it's, what a, what an, it, it tells you how profitable bourbon is that they could throw out the barrel every time. And they still kept In doing it. Industries of that scale, like barrels are not that big a deal. Uh, um, one of the brewer, uh, distilleries, rather, I saw in, uh, in Kentucky, they had their own cooperage making their own barrels. That makes sense. And it's like, a, it's like an old-timey art to make a barrel. It's yeah. like one of those and things like that you can't quite steam the wood automate, to yeah. bend it and all that shit. And you're like, well, it takes, they're like, it takes between 30 and 33 planks of wood. It's like, like it all depends on the piece a, of wood. It's still a profession. Yeah, it's like a... Like a Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's, a, it's like a vocation. You, know, it's like a, you could still be like a... It's a, a trade. A, a, a master cooper. You, know, like you have to ch- yeah. learn how to do that shit and apprentice yourself or whatever. Yeah. Kind of cool. It's like a, it's a trade, like an old-timey thing. It's like an electrician. You go to Cooper. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't really think this is that great. I'm disappointed, frankly. I actually really like it. I, I, think I dig it. I dig it. I mean, I, I think the beer that they put into it wasn't strongly flavored. If, I think you're right. If they that. just made that beer and didn't put it in the barrel, it would not have been It would be unremarkable, yeah. yeah. It would be like, oh, this is technically beer. All right, so then we got all the characters. Now they're, they start kind of now winding their, their way towards each other. And then now it bounces around between you know, nine characters. And it's fast and confusing a little bit because it'll just... Because there's so many. You forget which one's which. Like, yeah. And you don't hear again from Adam until like halfway through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it, was, it was confusing. So basically, Adam becomes a... Uh, well, we, we can shake him so, right Okay, actually. one of the, the big things. So Nicholas and Olivia, they find they like er, the, you know one of the earliest days when they're off uh, with the like tree protesters who are trying to save the redwoods. They somebody says, you know, oh, we need. So one of the things the protesters do is they have people literally stay in the tree twenty four hours a day, like overnight and oh, yeah. stuff like that, just to keep the loggers from cutting it down. And so they volunteer. Oh, we got some people coming down. We need we need somebody to stay for one night. Does anybody volunteer? So Nick and Olivia volunteer, and they literally cr- climb a redwood nearly to the top. Which, if you've never seen, I've never seen one, and but I've never they're, really understood how big they are. But this thing is, they said huge. it was 20 stories off the ground where they have this, basically like a small two-room apartment. Yeah. So like I, it's so big that they can live on the top of it where the branches split and be like, you know, it's dangerous, certainly, but so I, it's I visited, palatial. I visited the redwoods, and there are... I mean, so when you're out in, the, out in the woods, like trees do fall down sometimes. And yeah. so there are fallen redwoods where the base of the trunk is twice as high as I am tall. And that's the tree falling over. That's just like the, the that's, that's just. Yeah, literally. they talk about the ones they walk by that are already gone they're down. Like, they're taller than people. They're, yeah, they're, they're 12 feet 10, wide. 15 feet wide. They're yeah, huge. They're, there's one, it's you can drive your car. Large. You, can, you can literally like cut out a tunnel and drive they your have, car through. They have one. I've been to one of those. Yeah, it's just like they just well, put the road through the tree. It'll be funny. I mean, not a really big car, but I mean, it's not a, an a tree. No. I went on a, like a. A road trip out west, and when I came back, I realized half of the pictures I took were just of the redwoods because they're that cool. Like, I really, like there's the, there's a there's a slice of one in the Natural History Museum in New York, and you just see like a cross section of it, and it's like this is fucking big, and that's not even one of the big ones. Yeah, the uh, in the book they say there was one. I don't know how true this anecdote was, but there was a slice of a trunk of a redwood that was big enough for. Two dozen dancers to dance a cotillion on, right? That was it made a it's dance floor fucking, out of just it's possible. one tree. Yeah, it's they're, they're you know remarkable. like thousands of years old. Yeah, they're like this tree was you know existed at the time of Jesus. 
or the, somewhere pre-Jesus. The, uh, the tallest redwood is 379 feet tall. I don't even know what that means. Uh, and but the, I believe the, two th- and I believe eight inches. The tallest one isn't the one that's the biggest. That's by, the General biggest Sherman. Biggest by mass, and I visited the General Sherman tree. Yeah, I think the Hyperion is. They don't tell people where it is. I yeah, it's when they hide because they don't want anybody to cut it down or people. Well, to that, that, just, that just happened recently. Uh, there was some fucking old tree in I forget where, but it was like a tree people like took pictures with because it had like weird trunks that kind of like were separate and they bridged together and people would take pictures like sitting on one and there was like yeah. a, mm-hmm. the lover's tree or some weird shit. And vandals. And in the middle of the night people down. just cut it down because fuck it, I can do what I want. Ha ha ha. And the tree had been there for hundreds of years. And there's another one. like pictures of prospectors like on the tree with their like their shit. Like, <laughs> Whatever. A kerosene lantern and a pickaxe. Yeah. There was another sort of anecdote like that in the book of uh like the one tree in the middle of an empty field and the driver crashes his car into that tree and kills it. You know, like people, people have fucked up trees. Yeah, that's kind of the basis of the book. That is the is gist, yeah. yeah. Humanity and trees. Anyway, so they, uh, Nick and Olivia, end up spending a year in, at the top of the tree. Mimas. Was it Mimas. already named that or did they I mean, No, it? it was already named, named that. that. So, so like they, 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 the royal they. a year at the living on like the top of the They're supposed to do there for like a few days, but the people never show up. Yeah, the they other get supply drops, but no one ever shows up because they're living in it. Because the logging companies are basically they're rushing to cut down the forest because legislation is going to happen, but it won't happen until the new session, which starts next year. So it's like, well, fuck, we got to cut down all the trees before the laws start and say you can't cut down these trees because it's on public land. But they have some sort of deal or agreement. No, it's the difference between a national park and a national forest. A national okay. park is to preserve nature, and that's like Yellowstone and stuff like that. But a national forest is there basically so loggers can come in and, and cut, a, cut down all the trees. Like, that's his purpose. Really? And another fact, which I think actually wasn't in the book, but I, I remember, is like the Forest Service operates more roads than, like, the national highway system. I mean, they have so, so there was, many... There was more logging roads in the Pacific Northwest than there are roads in, like, the rest like of highways. the country. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. Just cra- and it's literally just for logging. Just that's like his purpose. Tr- crisscrossing through the forest for trucks. Wow. Anyway, so uh, Nick and Olivia, they step there for a year and, like, weather, like, these crazy storms, and they definitely grow to love each other. You spend a year in a tree with someone, you're going to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Adam goes, his, his, he's his, in graduate his, school his, his for psychology. dissertation of some sort is, like, his, he's trying to figure out what it's going to be, and he's going to, he basically ends well, up what being... What is the psychology of people who feel like they're trying to save the world? It's, like, like something like the, uh, how do people convince themselves of something despite it being absurd or, or like, illogical or, like, in-group... Like the technical term was, like, in-group favoritism. Or I forget what it is. It's a bunch of science words. Yeah. But, but he's, studying, he's studying people who, like, have gone extreme in the direction, like, that uh, society has not or something. I forget. Because they're trying to... They're like, the protesters who are doing they are extreme protest, But they, they're an extreme minority of people. Yeah. All like, the people who are going to live in a tree for a year. Yeah. People are like, oh, they're trees. Who gives a shit? So his path crosses with them sort of... Oh, he, he's interviewed dozens or a hundred mm-hmm. of these people. And yeah, he they, gets they just end up being like another people he wants to interview just as any other interviewees, but he ends up staying with them. Well, he, he goes to the top of the tree to interview them yeah. and then decides to stay. Pukes yeah. a little bit on the way up. Yeah, he's no. freaked out. I would lose my mind. And then also Mimi intersects with now with Doug. Doug. Because there's, a, there's a, a copse of trees out in her the backyard of their office and they're... So eventually they get a notice like, hey, they're going to come cut these trees down because fuck trees. Yeah. And uh, she's upset about that and is like, all right, well, there's going to be a town meeting and we'll go to the town meeting and say, don't cut down the trees. We don't need to. And Doug happens by 
in the middle of the night, and he's looking at these trees, hanging out, being a tree guy that he is, and someone shows up in the middle, like a crew shows up in the middle of the night, well before the meeting, to cut down all the trees in the middle of the night before people can protest it. And he gets arrested for that, for fighting them off. Even though he's committed no crimes, and they hold him... Oh, wait, he he tried to stop them, and then they arrest him He didn't really try. He's like, what's fuck is going on? Yeah, but basically they arrest him, like, you're interfering in city business, and, you know, they hold him for, like... Like five days is supposed to legal limit mm-hmm. of three. No, I think it's later on the five day thing. That's for uh, that's that's for this one. They do it again. He gets in jail a bunch of no, times. I think the five days thing was specifically for Adam and them when they get arrested. Meanwhile, this is right outside Mia's uh, Mi- M- Mimi's office. Mimi ma, Mimi ma. Yeah, I just sorry. <laughs> Uh, Mimi's office when she loved these trees uh, you know there's a whole thing about how she always had to sit in the seat to look out the window at meetings and she's like so like corporate douche bro angry and she's like so angry that the that the city cut down the trees before having the town meeting where they might have had to stop it she's kind of remembering her dad and this thing about Mm -hmm. trees and like what the fuck these trees were not hurting anybody and so she meets up uh, she's so mad she finds Doug he's come back after he's been out Mm -hmm. and he's like drawing a line and like signing the tree, like this was this year. He's counting and he's the years. Counting the, he's counting counting the, the rings. rings, and it's like this was the year I was born. This is the year my grandparents were born, and all this shit. And he's writing on. It's like cut down while you were sleeping. And she thinks he's like vandalizing. It's like oh, you cut him down, and they end up you know bonding. Yes, because he's a dirty tree hippie. Yes, and she is with on the inside. Like, she doesn't know it yet. She is mm-hmm. on the inside. She she lacks purpose. I guess she's already she's in California. They're in... I think so. Yeah, they're somewhere on the West area. Because then it, they... It doesn't really say. They end up going to the tree protests as well. Yeah, they I find know. the same people and they end up meeting them. But first they, like, do some, like, crazy civil disobedience, like, chaining themselves to trees. They do a bunch of trees. sit-ins, sit-ins, and, like, chain themselves inside the columns at the logger headquarters. Yeah. And he, they all get, like, pepper sprayed. Oh, man, he gets pepper sprayed in the balls. That happens, yeah, up that the happens, tree. At, that, that that happens first. up the tree. Yeah. That oh, yeah, first, yeah, yeah. He handcuffs he's, himself to the tree. That's the first thing. And it's fucking awful. They, and he's, like, trying... He's handcuffed himself to a tree at the top of it. And they're like, get the fuck out. And he's yelling. He's like, get the fuck out of this tree. And we're going to pepper spray you. He's like, we're going to do the things. And he's yelling at them. Pepper spray him in the... Or they mace him they in the They rip his pants off first. They cut his pants open yeah. and they mace him in the balls. And basically, he's like, I can't... Uh, what happened? Well, get I out of the tree. He's like, I dropped the key. Please, I want to get out of the tree. My balls are maced. Which is ball? That's how I mean, I, I, how is that even remotely allowed? It's not. No, but they get away with it. There's no repercussion. Well, the whole book is they get away with it. That's well, that's the, the that's the point of the book. The more barbaric thing, I think, even than that, is when they have the people who have chained their arms in like the pipes or something. Yeah, so, like, that, they, was the, they, that was the second yeah. really big one. And then they they're did. just pouring hot, uh, mace in their eyes. Well, the, the, at, they're 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 putting a Q-tip yeah, in well, a bottle. That's when they're chained to the column yeah. in in the headquarters, and they're putting it in Mimi's eyes. And Doug's like, "No, I want to smash that. Don't I give up?" She has asthma. And then later on, they have the guys who bury uh, barrels full of concrete in the ground and chain their arms into it. So the only way you can remove it is cut their arms off. <laughs> so they're blocking the roads of logging trucks. Oh, that's when they get to the. Right, yeah. the, the that's the, when the, they get the, the hippie camp, the free Cascadia state, yeah. or whatever they call it, free state of Cascadia, or some yeah, yeah. weird shit. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, the police, someone of course videoed, I mean, it's the early 90s, I guess, at this point, but someone, there's footage of people chained with their arms down and police are just pouring pepper spray they in put, their they eyes put, They on put a, their hands no. cuffed together. They also put their hands in tubes. They have to cut through the tubes to cut the thing. They yeah. don't have the tools. So the cop is just like, I'm going to pour pepper spray in your mouth, in your eyes and face. And it's like, no, don't do that, please. It's like, she has asthma. She'll die. Like, eh, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm just warning you. I'm like, undo it. Undo the thing. It's like, I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna do it now, and then they start like dipping it in, just like splooging fucking yeah, pepper spray in your eyes. I was like, yeah, that's a really nightmare. Awful. You know, it would uh, ease that soothe pain. that pain. Yes. <laughs> Pouring a beer into your eyes. 
<laughs> I don't think that would be very pleasant. No. This British is... kids that pour vodka in their eyes. Oh, God. Is that a thing? Yeah. It skips the liver. Instead of putting it in your butt, you pour it into your eye. Oh, dear okay. God. <laughs> what? It's not a common thing, but it's a thing. This is mm. Citizen Cider's Tree Tapper Maple Cider. Uh, I've got pretty high hopes for this, I've got to be honest. Very, very dry. Don't get a lot of maple flavor. I get no... I mean, you, you never... You almost never do. Unless it's maple syrup. Then you might taste it. Still, then you, you generally the don't. The seltzer we had before it tasted more like maple than this. Yeah. I mean, that's no, because that, that had no flavor, so all you had to say... This tastes true. like yeah. cider. It's true. Yeah, this yeah, tastes like cider. It's just cider. I mean... It's still good, but it's not like super maple-y. It's got locally sourced apple cider, runamok maple syrup, Belgian candy syrup, candy spelled C-A-N-D-I. Oh, like a stripper. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and oak chips. Contains sulfites to preserve freshness. That's a wine thing. Yeah. The sulfites. 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 Um, I think this is fine. I, I am disappointed because yeah, I don't get maple. It tastes like a cider. This is not even the best cider we've had. This isn't even the best citizen cider we've had. No. No. Gotta love that dirty mare. That dirty mare, the unified press, or the fucking ginger, oh, the ginger one. Oh. That was so good. Oh. Mm, this is this is not as good as that one, but it's still a nice cider. But it's definitely I on the dry still, side. I could drink six of these and you know really enjoy it. But you know it's not the best citizen cider, but still great. It's really hard to fuck up juice, though. Let's be honest. That's true. <laughs> so basically, at this point, the book splits into like nine. Concur- it's basically like Game of Thrones, but instead of chapters, there's just a picture, and it's one long chapter. A little picture of a tree stump. Yeah, picture tree stump or a cross section thing. And it's just bouncing back and forth between basically a bunch of different, not nine different stories, because a few of them are like four. Up. Yeah. Because and they, they, they gradually up. group up more, but it's bouncing around a lot. So you end up with um, Olivia, Nick, Doug, who becomes Doug Fur, which is the they, fucking they all have, they all have tre- tree name. It's Douglas Fur. I know. I know. I, I kill one every year for Christmas. Uh, Doug, Doug Fur. Um, Mimi, 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 and, and Adam. Adam. Did I say them already? Uh, whatever yeah. those yeah. those people, mm-hmm. and they all get nicknames, and they're like Maple and Watchman and Watchman and Maiden here. Maiden, and, and so they become like uh, terrorists. Yeah. They become eco terrorists, but it takes a while to get there. Well, they try all the other stuff first, and happens. And basically, they have that camp set up where they have the Free State, and then uh, someone assassinates the leaders of that camp. Where they, the uh, government knocks it down no, I mean, b- fast. Befo- before that, they're uh, talking about Mother N and Moses, where they're like at their headquarters, oh, yeah, yeah. and someone bombs their headquarters, and oh, the government's yeah. like, oh, they were hoarding explosives, and their explosives went bad and blew them up. It's entirely possible, though. They weren't. No, they were the, they were the ones who were extremists, nonviolence. Oh, it's right. The, the, the woman's like, they said, anyone who crosses this resist. line, you will get fired, you will get arrested if you don't want to do you that. You have okay. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nonviolence is what they did, and they were bombed. And they blamed her, like, oh, they were eco-terrorists, even though they were basically extremist pacifists. So you're saying that it's the government killed them? No, I don't think it was the government. It was, probably, like the, it was probably the logging companies. Or whatever the, the modern-day version of the Pinkertons But was. the government looked the other way. And yeah, it was it convenient. Yeah, basically, right. that's, the message of the book is that's what always happens. Is things uh, happen, yeah. and, you know, like, oh, no, that's unfortunate. They were terrorists. So anyway, at this point, the, the like five of them, yeah, yeah, the five, five of them, them, they literally become eco terrorists, and they literally go set fire to like l- like new developments. They burn a few things down. They burn a few things down, and then sort of like in sort of the and Mimi is luckily an engineer, so she can build time. She knows time all bombs. this stuff, yeah, but not well, not well. So or, you know, on like their third, her. their third thing, yeah, they, they do they do one or two things that aren't that big a deal, and they're like, oh, there's a big, th- they're gonna build a ski resort in this fucking place, you know, level everything. We gotta burn it down. 
Dark Dark so they, they like literally find, they literally make explosives and they're like in the middle of the night, they're at the ski resort and they're going to do it. And they're going to like, they're rigging up all the explosives, but something goes wrong. It explodes and kills uh, Olivia. Olivia. Yeah. yeah. Well, not instantly. And they say, Adam, go get help. And he's like, I will. Actually, no. Nah. It's like, uh, she's, no help. she's definitely dead. And if I call the cops, I'll get arrested. But that's when we, we left out all the other subplots of this. We can get back to those. Yeah, really certainly. But like, that's how the big chapter ends is Olivia dies. Yeah. The big, f- they, they burn down the place, After, but you know, they dies. spend like a year in the tree and all the shit and they bounce around to like Nile and his game. His fucking oh, Minecraft yeah. game he's been making. He's basically, he's made, he's made, world of tree craft. Yeah, basically he's made an, uh, what has, you know, turned into, it was a game that you, it was basically still sprites and 2d shit back in the eighties where you could, you know, build your own world and all this stuff. And, you know, he gets up to, like... It's called Mastery. You guys yeah. are like Mastery 8. Just too many sequels. He's making, like, Civilization, basically. Basically, he's, he's, making, he's civilization. making Civilization, but it's, it's a little more... There's a little more in-depth. It's, it's, you know, it's one of those tropes where... Or not trope, but a thing where, like, people write about games that have never played a game before. Yeah. Whereas, like, that's not a thing you could do just logistically. It's like, every so often, we just make a new continent, and people it's go like, conquer the continent. Add more tech trees. And he thought but this he, was he his wants big to, vision. He wants to make a game that people get just sucked into, and they are. It's, mm-hmm. like it's, it's basically yeah. he basically creates MMOs, and um, he connects them all by one. the internet by them. Yes, almost. But it's like a world they can build to their own liking, and it's you know it's the most successful game on the planet. He becomes like a billionaire, or a cer- certainly a hundred millionaire, and mm-hmm. he wants for nothing, but he's still like withering because away because he doesn't want dying. anything. <laughs> it's like yeah, and his mom's always still like you know you're a millionaire, honey, but I'm Indian, and you got to marry a girl. Yeah, I'm sure we could find someone who doesn't mind, you know. That you can't walk. Sponge baths. And you are withering away to nothing. And he lies to the mom. Like, oh, I, I, I'm fucking my nurse, RuPaul. Yeah. Her name is Devon, which is funny, RuPaul. I never thought about that. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was pronounced RuPaul. It's probably like RuPaul. <laughs> but yeah. In my head now, it's RuPaul, though. Oh, yeah, totally. It's like, nice you found a nice Indian home care nurse. <laughs> His mother wouldn't buy anything else. It was like, oh, her name's Samantha. Like, that's not good enough. <laughs> Come Baba G. <laughs> so the and Patricia has her own saga. Well, her, as well as her, the, the well, she writes a book. The so redemption she of writes her as a the, scholar. the Secret Life of Trees, or is that the real book that exists? Secret Life of Bees is a real tree, <laughs> a real book. She has like the oh. Secret Forest or something like that. Secret called. Forest, yeah, 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 yeah. sounds better. Anyway, and that's why it's read. That book is read by like every other person in the story. The, it's, yeah. one of the books, it's one of the books they read while living in Mimas. Yeah, at the top of the tree. Was it M E? But also Ray and M I M A S. Yeah. Ray and Dorothy. I kept thinking Remus, like it was Don Imus's tree. Uh, Ray and Dorothy, the lawyer and the star. Their fucking marriage. marriage breaks down because yeah. they can't have kids and they just descend into reading a lot because it was, I don't know, they're weird. They just read a lot. But and then, you know, she's banging someone else. While she sings Brahms' Deutsch Requiem. Yes. And he's just reading a lot and lying to himself. And then he has a stroke. Yeah. And becomes but, a vegetable. Well, it's like the whole thing, like the wife, her character, she, Dorothy, she was so rebellious and impulsive and everything was like, I don't want to be held down. And then the marriage. Yeah. They're like, like the, I don't want to get married. The and then they do. Adultifying marriage without the kid. Like their, her dream is crushed and they were doing the community theater. And so I got to go get banged out by this She's other guy. She's a great guy. amateur actress. Tells her to lie to her husband. Yeah. But he Who's knows a still. violin maker. Yeah the, yeah, the guy. Oh, yeah, the guy. The guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He likes wood, too. And <laughs> he knows how the wood works, certainly. <laughs> and He's so, good with wood. Uh, and then the husband, he knows, and he's like, yeah, it just he keeps telling himself, like, it's all right, we'll be fine if it just stops. Yeah. 
Um, which is or more like terrible. He, he knows if I say anything to her, she will leave me. And then he does. Right. And she says, you don't owe me. And they get ready for having a divorce. And the papers are like in progress. And then he has a stroke and becomes non-functional. And she's like, well, I'm content to take care of him for the rest of my life now. Yeah, and, but she still keeps well, banging the guy. First she, she keeps banging the guy. First, she hates it. She's like, I can't believe this is what I'm doing. This yeah. is like torture. But it take, I mean, she doesn't really realize that. It, she doesn't realize because that's ridiculous. She doesn't, she doesn't start to like it until near the end. The yeah. tree. Like, like she after, after, after Trunk. Like, they spend a lot of time reading to him. She reads him War and Peace, which, you know, I'm sure he would rather be dead <laughs> than yeah. have that listened to. She reads in the top 100 novels yeah. uh, of all time. At one point, it says that. And she still, you know, spends her afternoon going out and banging the dude until the dude's like, can you just, like, divorce him and, like, marry me? Because I'm tired of being your lunch bitch. Right. Wait. You come here for the meat, and then you go home to that vegetable. <laughs> he said something like that, yeah. Does he say that? Oh, man, no, I he's thought a, of that. <laughs> he's nicer than that. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, like, a genuinely nice dude. He's like, you, don't, you were going to divorce him. He's like, now and, I, and the I husband can't. has told her to leave him. Yeah, he's like, please get the fuck out. Leave. This is awful. Stop doing You're cleaning like, up he, when I shit my pants. They've got, you know, nurses that can take care of him. Yeah. Shit. It's it is it's a, hor- a horrible image. It's pretty bleak, and the whole time I did not understand why they were showing the story. I until the very very even end. then. Um, but she, the thing that really like they start doing the crossword puzzle together, which is hard was, to do when you can't talk. That was one of their one of their routines, or one of his routines. And then you know, of course, very foreshadowy. The you know they start doing it. They're very frustrating. And then later on that night, he's like, "Oh, he, he give me a thing to write with." However, he grunts it out. And it's like, you know, six across, oh, sign yeah. of spring, relief, or something like that. And it's like, oh. Relief with a but a- like, yeah. E-A-I. Or I didn't know it was a word, but sure. Well, it's, it's the, the time. There's lots of punny shit like that in the New York Times crossword puzzle. Oh, okay. And then he asked her, which tree is that outside? And then it's like, they have a chestnut tree or something? They were, they were worried. Like, I don't remember They planning. have a weird tree. They, they're asking, like, I don't remember planning that. And, and then she gets a, she has a book because they just every year they buy each other books so they buy each other they buy themselves books a bunch of stuff they realize like oh you know a thousand and one meals or like learn how to cook Indian or uh, how to go hiking and all these things about the stuff we're gonna do instead of having a kid but they never do any of them right and it's but just it, like a, a wish list of things that fill their vacant horrible depressing lives and they uh, have a book how to identify trees and it's like a, I like how it's, it's like, like a, a choose your own, own adventure yeah, tree book like, mm-hmm. is it this way go to page six. <laughs> Like, that's a good. That's a good way to do it. And and it, she. This is like the most exciting thing of her day. It, like sparks something. Like in her. looking out into their garden and thing. And he's basically rendered immobile and useless, and just looks at the tree. So he learns to appreciate all the crazy shit happening out there. And that goes on for a while. And and you know what would fill the emptiness? It would. This is a beer called Resin. It's a double IPA by Six Point. In their trademark skinny can. Yep. And I, the nano kegs. And I think it's... Uh, 9.1 alcohol. Yeah, it's, it's a little stronger. And resin this is the one that was... Uh, so if you don't know how, how, how it works here at the Drunk Guys Book Club, very scientific. We accumulate a lot of beers often. And we say, that's got to work for something. And then it's it, because that guy was a violin maker. Oh, I was thinking because no, resin I trees. No, I made that up right now. And trees have resin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was exactly yeah. why I did it, but I just remember the violin guy right now. And I, I like, believe oh. that's rosin. Is the shit on the boat? Same thing. <laughs> Pretty sure. You're right, yes. No, it is rosin, mm-hmm. yeah. This isn't like the sprue thing. Okay, so... It's also Irish. It's an Irish name. Right. Rosin. 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 So we accumulate a lot of beers, uh, particularly Nate and me, and we go, this is going to work for something. Hide it away. Don't drink it by I buy beers in months because there's always too many. Yeah. So then we were like, well, what can we use it for? This, is, this has been around. This one was this very been, appropriate. Yes. But this one's been in the... It's been in there for a while. Yeah. It, 
It's an IPA. It's an IPA. It is a more of the old school yeah. kind of it's IPA. Pretty, it's pretty bitter. Very bitter. Much like the outlook on trees. And humanity in general. Yeah. Uh, it does have a bit of a, maybe it's just because it's talking about the book, a bit of a piney taste I get out of this. It's okay. It's, it's just, yeah. it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's fine. That's good. But it's not, you know, my, our, our, our IPA palettes have shifted. But if you like a traditional IPA, this is a very good one. Yeah. Especially American IPA. So um, that's basically then, then we get to the second section of seeds. As um, so, Nile is consistently making a more elaborate MMORPG. Uh, how about, but people don't like it. How about World of Worldcraft? Like a world, like, a, like a, the way the bark. Uh, okay. No. Or World of Worldcraft. There you go. That's yeah. it. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you another MMORPG to make a pun off of. So. Uh, Eventually, because his this this video game that he's made that Nile makes is called called Mastery. It's really just about like going out and conquering things. And then after a while, he he's like in the game talking to other players in the game, and the players are kind of saying, "Well, like yeah, this is boring. We just go out and conquer more things." But it, then it's just it's we've done much, that so many it's times. Too much like real life because you go out and you do something, and then some prick comes along and fucks it up for you. I don't have to. I don't want to deal with that in my escapism. I want to do something different. So he has an idea for a different type of video game, which instead of humans coming to this like fantasy world to conquer it, instead they come to the fantasy. This is like the, his like very end. Yeah, his arc. This is the very end of his arc, where instead he's making a video game where people have to solve the world's problems. It's like set up more like real life, and people have to come up with solutions to the world's like resource problems and, and deforestation and things like that. And then no one buys it because they play Fortnite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I could solve the world's problems or I could shoot people in the head. Oh. Meanwhile, so it, it's, it's, this is like 20 years after Olivia dies and everyone is sort of, all the, all the eco-terrorists have gone their separate ways. I think, I think it's like 10. No, it's 20. Uh, it's, it's, many it's, times. it's more 20. than 10 because 9-11 happens for no real reason, honestly, in the book. I, th- I think to, it's, just, it's, just, it's just to establish the time. Yeah. yeah. To say, oh, this is 10 years so after it's, she instead dies. Of the, instead of the, like, literally, because they're, you know. Oh, right. It's t- that happens 10 years after she dies, and then it picks up 10 years after that. Yeah. Right. And so. Uh, Adam is, a, is like a, he's like a tenured he's like professor. A, he's like a crazy, yeah. well-known psychologist giving speeches everywhere. And then Mia. They've all, they've all, after she dies, they've all split and gone their own way to, like. On pr- not be, some not more on purpose than others. Again. Yeah. Like yeah, me, yeah. Mimi like, Ma oh, has told... Uh, has, she changed her name. Stop, stop coming here. She sells her apartment. And she sells the scroll, the family she gets heirloom. It, she gets it appraised, but she hasn't sold it. She didn't sell it? I thought she got... I, I think I so. Think she, she got it appraised, it. and the and appraiser she re- was trying to rip her off. Yeah, but she, she realizes, realizes like, this, no, is, this is worth a lot Because then he gives her one estimate, and she's like, all right, I'm going to go to the other place to get their opinion, and he immediately... Whatever like, they, don't, they don't say what it is, but, but they, she's like, "That's enough money that me and my sisters and their kids won't have to worry about money for a yeah, long time." So it's yeah. something. I don't know if she sells it though. Maybe I, she does. I, the impression I got was that she did because then she reinvents herself as a, she new, has a new identity. identity. She, she name, calls yeah. herself Judith Hansen. And she, she, they talk about her ethnic ambiguity the whole time, and she becomes a weird empath therapist where she like looks you in the eye and heals yeah, you. you. Just, you just sta- she stares at you until you realize all your problems. That's a fucking weird. I mean, which is basically psychology without the saying. How does that make you feel? And why do you think you felt that way? Yeah, it just makes you confront... I mean, it's probably hippie bullshit. But I could see, like... But she's okay, in San Francisco. Like, yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah. the number one place for that, certainly. I could see, I could see it working, where it's like, why are you looking at me? Is it because I'm this? Fuck, I'm this. Looking, people, don't, looking people in the eye for a long time, as they say in the book, is awkward and weird. Yeah, because yeah. people don't do it. 
You know, I mean, I'm trying to purposely do it to Jimmy right now. He keeps yeah, looking away. I'm, I feel nothing at all. <laughs> I mean, I've got a little bit of wood, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have, a, I have a, a friend who is a therapist, and she works primarily with college students. And she said that college students nowadays cannot look you in the eye. Because because look they, at the phone. they grew up texting and doing everything through Snapchat and Instagram. And they, when they speak to you, even your therapist or like regular people, but like to her, they're there just to talk to her. They cannot and will not look you in the eye. It, do, it doesn't happen. They're the future. They're going to save the trees. They're not going to save the trees. No. Earth's doomed. We're fucked. Uh, <laughs> so eventually, Douglas, oh, which he's like... He's been doing odd jobs. He's doing odd jobs. He's like he's living been working in the the BLM, Bureau of Land Management. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and like he lives in a abandoned ki- ghost town. Yeah, he like they basically work out a deal where it's like you can be the winter guy here. Yeah, even though there's nothing to do in the winter, just just it's better to have free place to live. But he's written down in his journal all the things, all, all yeah. the terrorist stuff that he's done. Bad move. Yeah, and then bad um, move. And a woman names. uses their tree names. Yes, and then a woman finds it and reads it. And reports him to the authorities. She's like a weird drifter type, and well, she, she, she's she gets caught like, for something she's else. She's like an illegal, like just traveling through America. She's German or something, or and she's, they, 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 bust, they bust her for something because she's just like I, you know I'm a hippie free person, but she's uh, she gets busted for something and she gives him up. Like I've got information. Yeah, she turns him in instantly, and they're you know for this twenty year old murder crazy multi million dollar arson spree. Yeah, which I, don't know, I guess there's they really only well also. Someone else is burning down shit, like, off-screen. Like, they're not related. But they're like, oh, it must be the same people. But it's not. They're Because they, they, did, they did, like, one or two things, and the big one, and the first two were nothing. And then they all split, and someone keeps doing it. It's none of them. Because they wrote, like, a mantra on the wall. Yeah, well, Nick is doing his art and poems. But, you know, they, they don't really ever figure Banks out. style. Yeah. Yeah. But someone, so they, the feel, they feel like they've done all these, so they're trying to pin it. And it's like, oh, these are, like... Arson. Yeah, you've been decades of, yeah, of decades of arson or something. Even though no one's done anything in the last ten, fifteen years. Well, they arrest. There's Doug, Doug and then Doug flips on he, Adam. They they tell him you only have to identify one person. Like if you don't tell us, you go to jail for the rest of your life. If you tell us one person, you'll do a few years. So he's like, Adam wasn't one of us. He was just studying us, and then he didn't go get help when Olivia was dying. Though you know she was definitely dead either way. Yeah, but. But he doesn't like, want to betray Mimi. that guy. So he gives up Adam and he goes to, you know, oh, happen upon him. And uh, I put air quotes around that. Yeah. Uh, at Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. That was another, mm-hmm. I guess another one to just put a timeline. Yeah. It's there. a way to establish time. Or to show how, how, how protest movements have evolved over time. So and we're going to burn down this construction site. And we're going to sit here and read how, uh, shitty Marxist also literature. Also how it doesn't work. Well, yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's like look at all these series of like people that really have dedicated all their time and like camping out, and nothing works. Well, because I think at the end of the day that there's a system, and trying to change the system from outside is impossible. Yeah, the system is set up in a way to prevent you from changing it from the outside, especially. So anyway, Doug uh, uh, gives up Adam, and then Adam finally gets arrested. They literally come and arrest him. Front of his lecture they, hall. Yeah, he's in giving a lecture and uh, he's, you know giving his college class lecture, and they fib, you know he's he giving, sees the FBI you know, some, people some plot wise very appropriate lecture. Yeah, <laughs> and he sees the FBI guy standing in the back, and he and he goes, "Well, this is, he knows exactly what it is. Like, oh, this is it." He remembers they like found oh, he me. was he was wearing that hat and talking and like yeah. Why do we keep touching his hat at points? And why do we keep bringing he's up like, these oh, things? Oh, I'm I'm busted. 
Fuck you, Doug. But Adam decides not to rat out anybody else. Yeah. He decides to take the full sentence, which is 140 years. Two consecutive years. life sentences. Yeah. So 140 years. And, he, and also weird. And he's not old. I mean, he's not like... No, he's in a five-year-old son. Yeah. His wife is telling him, like, give them up. Be like, you have a son to take care of. He's like... That's yeah. wrong. But in the scheme of, in scheme of the earth, whatever. That's nothing. Yeah, he said... I, I thought that was a little bit... Well, he's still like... They, they, he kind of toned down the spectrum stuff. But he's like, oh, that doesn't seem like a long time at all. Because he was thinking in terms of an of a elm tree or a maple or a or a, mm-hmm. a they didn't give me aspen or they didn't give me the life of two oak trees. It's yeah, only right. two birch Man, trees. How did he come a fuck? If, if your professors are that dumb, why are they teaching? <laughs> if they're like, oh, I only have two life sentences of a human. That's not so bad. I could have had two life sentences of a tree. Well, he didn't want to. Holy shit, dude! I think he also felt like he didn't want to give them up for. Like honor reasons? Yeah. Well, whatever sense that is. It was odd, but... But there's this whole the part weirdest. that they keep bringing up multiple times, like, we accomplished nothing. Yeah. It, it, nothing. They, they really did nothing. Everything has just kept we, moving without us. We, did, we like, broke it. laws, people died, and we did nothing. And, it, and, it, and nothing changed. Well, unlike the eco-terrorists who didn't do a lot of things, Westerford did. Turns out, so do trees. And that's what this beer is for. Trees, they... Do a lot of things. And this beer is from McKellar NYC, and it's called I Do a Lot of Things. And they have Inspector Gadget on the cover, which is actually uh, very appropriate. Yeah. It's a New England-style Imperial IPA, 8%. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say hands down, actually, my favorite of the day. That's it's, it's a most interesting flavor. Uh, you're not going to go for the knob? I'm going to polish the knob one more time? Uh, it, it's They're different. I'm going to say this is... This is probably something I could drink a lot more of. Yeah, I think yeah, it's we're going to go. To we're going to go for volume. Yeah, well, I mean, you could drink the most of the tree water. Well, it's yeah, water. I'm not going to waste my fucking time. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was just kind of eh. yeah. It's fucking water with bubbles in it and maple juice like and like a tree jacked off into the factory. Trees do a lot of things. So, so yeah, we really did. She starts you know, a, a seed got, bank we, thing. She starts a seed Speaking bank. Speaking of jacking off. She collects all <laughs> she the seeds. goes around, collects all the seeds, learns about the world, and like, oh, there's like thousands of our, trees we don't know about. Her thing is that like forests know things. We, yeah, we like, really did leave out all this the, biodiversity. The main plot of, the sto- of this book is trees. Yeah. We, yeah. we go through all the people. But well, they're the over half of the book is half of, half of the book is like what trees do. The overstory is also part of a forest. It's the top. Yeah. It's like the yeah. canopy. The, she, he mentions the understory many times. He never actually says the overstory, well, oh, but, but it's the title. But he does talk about like, the people and their understory. Because like, they're just bits and pieces of what's really happening. Well, it's kinda, I think also with the Adam's prison sentence kind of highlights it, right? Like two life sentences for a person, that's not so bad. Because yeah, two they, life sentences for a tree. Like they exist on this other level. They're this other time scale. Yeah. This that's other like, millennia or millions of years. The oldest tree is named Methuselah. It's true. It's like a 4,700-year-old fucking something or other. When also, one of the earlier chapters in Patricia's first or second chapter talks about the quaking aspens and about how the oh, aspen, they're they really, clone. it's not just one. When you see an aspen, it's not one tree. It's a, like, cold, giant root system underground. Yeah. That could be thousands and thousands of years old. Millions. Yeah, or millions of years old that just, they sprout up. But actually, all the aspens are all connected underground. Yeah, they go through the whole thing about how trees as we think of them are not really like that it's not just there's a tree it's trees and like the forest as a unit is all connected there's like a symbiotic kind of thing that exists they, between the trees like sing- and the it's rodents not, it's not a consciousness 
but it's an ecosystem. I mean, well, the ecosystem but, I mean, aside from like the the animals in it, like the plants, like the different kinds of trees are one. They call it. It could be called like a super organism because all the trees are basically one giant thing connected at the roots, or like you know, and they well, they interact above the ground. They are all separate, but below the ground they are connected. And I heard about this. Have you guys shared about that? The the wood wide web. <laughs> No, is this like I, a I steampunk like, internet? No, it's like <laughs> I it's just a, heard about this. Yeah, it's basically they mentioned it in the book a little bit uh, about these funguses that grow underground, and they connect the trees at the roots, and the trees give them sugars, and the funguses connect the trees, so the trees can communicate from one tree to another. Hmm. So if some tree, they talk about this a lot in the book, like if yeah. one tree is sick, they'll be like, there are this sickness happening, and the other trees. We'll start to put to out. It. We'll react to it. If one tree dies because it's too old, it's going to fall over. It will dispense all of its stored nutrients into the woods, into, into the, the wood wide web, and the fungus will distribute it to the other trees. So it's like one super monolithic functional thing that we see, like the tree, the tree, the tree. But all trees are they're like limbs of one giant beast, hmm. and it's super fucking weird. And they talk to one another, not with words, but they communicate. And like they'll leave spaces in their branches for a tree next to it to grow, and they, you know it's all about like I'm gonna live forever, but it's they're trying to help the system as a whole because they are part of a whole. They're not an individual unit. Hmm. It's some crazy shit, and we're just learning about it in the last few decades. Yeah, uh, and so let's to bring the last characters together. So uh, Adam doesn't give up doesn't give up the names of any of his other co-conspirators, uh, and so. Go we switch back forever. to uh, Nile, the computer programmer. He organizes this big, basically, environmental conference and invites Patricia Westerford, the, the san- scientist, to come and give a speech. And she's, like, old at this point. She's, like, 70. Yeah, she's old. She, she's old. Dead. Husband's dead. And um, it basically, and she gives, this whole, she gives this whole speech about, you know, um, you know, needing to save the trees and about how amazing they are and about how, how much we're cutting down every single year. Yeah, and exactly. about how they're it's like, definitely it's, it's disappearing. It's an insane amount. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and in the audience, uh, m- uh, Mimi is in the audience to watch. Like, that's her connection to this whole thing. She is there. And But Patricia had made this plan where, because she says, in order to save the forest, like, what's the best way to save the forest? Do nothing. Which means, just let them grow. Like, yeah, don't, let them recover. Well, on their which own. Is, first, first is, like, don't mow yeah. your lawn. That's where like, I finally just, figured out what the fucking Brinkmans were for. Yeah. Like, they had to have a stroke... Oh, to yeah. render them basically useless and stop working on their garden, and they're looking outside like, look at all this just, shit that just, just let grew. It be natural. Yeah, it's like you just have to stop fucking interfering. Get out Nature of the way. Nature finds uh, a way. It does, and so does beer. But That's true. Beer um, finds a way. Into anyway, she, Patricia, the she has this plan where you know she's at the end of her speech. She is going to basically like drink this poison. It's like she's brought this. She's so she like goes to this thing and she's brought nothing with her. You know, and she yeah. said this is going to be her final act to basically, you know, we need to like kind of like get rid of ourselves in order to save the trees. What is the thing you can do? The one th- most the, important the thing, one you, thing can you can do to save everything, and it's kill yourselves. Yeah. Because humans cool, are bro. damaging nature. And she's going to kill herself there on stage by drinking the poison, but she decides not to. I really miss that. I really, I really she, she like throws it. Yeah, yeah. So she, she is going it. to. That was her plan. I might she have, even I might has have it on stage. Been... She pours the poison into her into her like bottled water, but then she decides to 
But then she changes her mind at the last. I second. might have been biased because I, I I was looking her up. It's like, is this a real person? Maybe some historical fiction shit. And she's based on a real. She's based on the woman who discovered this whole you know trees talk stuff, and in, in, and plus another guy. She like mm-hmm. this combined character, uh, and the book, the review. It was I read about it in a review, and the review I read while reading the book because I was like, who the fuck is this? So and the review said, you know. Two are in jail, one is dead, one commits suicide, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, who commits suicide? No one commits suicide if that's the case. But I thought she was the one that did, because no one else kills himself. Because I was very certain sure. she, like, killed herself. Like, she, I remember, like, I... saying it's spilling over her hand as she tipped it up, and then she disappears behind the curtains, and that's the last year of her. Well, did she tip it up into her mouth, or tip it up with just to throw it? I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 read it, I, re- I read it as she killed okay. herself. You know, she could have killed herself because in, in I legitimately head. might have been wrong. Because she's having, like, a dialogue with the, the dead husband. Yes. In her mind, like, this is... I mean, you really it, it was, it was kind of, it was me, kind of ambiguous. And yeah, maybe she does. I don't know. I'd have to reread it more uh, carefully. Uh, yeah, I, I, maybe I just glossed uh, over I mean, a line or two. I don't know. By the way, her, her bigger point is that if you want to actually help nature, it's to just kind of Get the leave fuck out nature of the way. to do its thing. That's why, like, every dystopia or post-apocalypse movie... You know, they show like, oh, Times Square is covered in leaves. You know, 20 years later, it's not, it doesn't take that long to just stop the it, fucking it, it, does, it would not take nearly. So, n- when I go away for two weeks in the summer and come back, my backyard looks like the fucking Amazon rainforest. Like, we, all of a sudden, there's two feet of grass and weeds. And, like, I could see actual, like, that's a tree. Real I could plants. see that that thing growing mm-hmm. there, that's like an acorn that some squirrel planted or something. And that's in a couple of weeks. If you actually left a, sh- oh, yeah. a patch of land and never touched it, if you just like caged it in, if for you just don't mow your lawn, like uh, you will not be able to after only two or three years, maybe four years. Yeah. Were, the trees, the trees the, that that you know the sprouted will be yeah. so thick you probably can't even mow your lawn. There used to be a, a house a near me where in East Queens, where I grew up, that had this crazy garden. Like everyone else had, you know, mowed lawn, blah blah. blah. And there was one house. That had these just like, fuck it, whatever. And they just like tall flowers and tall grass and like trees and this shit. And I was like, this is the best house here. And then one day I walked by and someone had gutted it. Hmm. And I was like, shit. Well, I, I, I mean, there's lots of different things that people who live in like more suburban kind of areas do but that are really shitty for homeowners associations also. Oh, well, the ones that like, there's like require you to have one kind of grass and keep it mowed or you get fined. Well, that's what happens to the, the Brinkmans. Yeah, they're getting they're fined like you for have not to, mowing like it's their like grass. A, it's like a city violation to have not mowed grass, which is nuts. There are some places that have that. You know what? This is why you got to go to your community board meetings. <laughs> this is why you have to yeah. vote. Mm-hmm. It's, all the na- all the, you know, it's because all the neighbors were like, they make us look bad because there's real plants. You know what, man? I, I have neighbors that don't take care of their property, and it pisses me the fuck off when I'm mowing my lawn and picking weeds by hand like a fucking man. I just spent, I just spent the last and, thing. Uh, fuck you, mow your lawn, dude. That. Like the the. I, I'm a super for my building and the building across that we also that my landlord also owns, and the neighbors. I was taking out the garbage because that was my job, and the one neighbor came up to me. It's like, hey, do you super here? It's like I do the garbage. It's like, oh, backyard is terrible. It's disgusting. You know, it's, it's just overwhelmed. It's like, all right, I'll go look at it, and it was just fucking leaves. It was like it was like uh, they had a concrete pavement and a little thing. Uh, with like dirt in it where some bushes were growing and vines had creeped out and grown across the pavement and oh, grown, the up, the, kind of grown up the walls of our building or not my building but the building and it was like eh, it's just leaves holy shit it's not that big it was like but it wasn't like kept it wasn't nice there was some spillover certainly that w- I could have fixed but like I had to gut the whole thing hmm. I had to rip out every leaf because that's what everyone wanted they'd rather look at concrete and dirt 
then leaves. I think part of it is people want to, on a subconscious level, like see man's mastery over nature. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's a dominion thing. Well, when I weed, I was out yesterday in a 90-degree weather weeding. Oh, yeah. I had to do this in the summer. It was, like, it was this last week. I was like, I'm going to do this a little bit at a time and take a shower yeah, every it, time because it, I'm going to die. It sucked really hard, but you know what? I have to say, when it was all done, I was like, this looks really nice now. It's like very neat and orderly, and the plants that I want are here. Like, I didn't just well, see, kill you, everything. You have a lot of, like, different plants. You got, like, crop plants. I don't know what they're called, but, like, fruiting plants and trees and shit like that. But some yeah. people just have, this is just, just you, grass. Can, you can have just grass, and you can have, like, a tree. Anything beyond that is unsightly. And grass is, na- grass is boring. Like, and grass that's a big is thing is stupid. What they call uh, monoculture. Lawns yeah, where you just have exactly mm-hmm. one type of grass. It's, That's yeah, really it's not. It's like you only like even at like HOAs where like you can have grass, but you have to have this kind it's like it's of be grass. fescue or whatever. Yeah, type of grass like, it's there. like we have just gone so overboard. Where it's like this is bad for everything. It, yeah, it's also just boring. And that's why suburbia is such a boring place in, in people's minds often. It's like, oh, God, if you like, see, oh, if you see has a, a little dandelion, like, look out. The dandelions are going to take over. Like, so the fuck what? I, I do pull out dandelions when I see them. <laughs> you make dandelion tea? I don't. I just throw them right in the trash. Because my wife won't let me buy a composter. <laughs> and then our yard's going to smell like garbage, Michael. Not if you keep it in the corner. <laughs> the corner's going to smell like garbage. Yeah, whatever. You don't go in that corner. No, but I, I mean, I, I get it. Um... But homeowner, you know, you, you own your one little square of land if you own property. And you're like, well, I want it to look the way I want it to look. And enough people do that, and then you've transformed everything. Yes. And that's... That's part of the message of the book, I guess. Yeah. Right? Is we have... Like they say, you know, they cut down these forests, but they replant them. But it's just the same tree in nice rows. Yeah, as opposed to the not mixture of different trees yeah, and, and different it, ground crops. You know, if something happens, like with those chestnuts, or with like the fucking potatoes and the Irish famine. Or like the horned... Beetle Asian, or Asian longhorn beetles, like or uh, elm trees, uh, it's Dutch, a, it's Dutch elm disease. The Dutch elm, yeah. yeah. Like if you just have the one tree, is that the one where like one door opens? On only, the top? only the lower <laughs> half. The lower half of the tree opens, and the top does not. Or is a Dutch elm when you fart and you pull a blanket over the tree? Is that what it yes, is? they fart. That's why they're called Dutch elms. That's how they communicate to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say like the trees release pheromones. Or something, the equivalent of pheromones, while you're walking in nature to make you feel good. So you will feel good in nature. You're Is like, that I true? Like, that I felt a little... Like, I don't know if it's that exact, but I it's certainly that, fucking possible. So I grew up in, in, in the yeah. woods. And in a log I, cabin with, yeah, a, with a coonskin cap on his head. It wasn't quite a log cabin, but I find... You know what? Now I live in New York, and I do find myself missing the trees, missing the forest. And I mean, uh, I did not grow up like that and I found myself missing the trees reading this book I was reading it on a bus looking I mean, at trees like those things are crazy I mean I've, I felt like that already so this book didn't like change that but anyway I think nature does make you feel better it does make you feel better definitely you know well I think just because you're probably breathing in cleaner air yeah. there's less yeah. shit in the air less particulate matter less just smells and, and it's and it is a flowers and grass and trees they do smell nice unless you, you know have allergies and they're terrible but <laughs> take your meth pill like i do every day your meth pill that's why jimmy has no teeth now he's just he does meth to deal with grass no, those fucking allergy pills are meth well you have to cook them down to get meth right no you put them in a bottle of water with baking soda and you shake them and it becomes meth the active ingredient is uh as um what the fuck is it called meth pseudoephedrine <laughs> Oh, the pseudo cook. I, I watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, but like it's or ephedrine is what is in those. It's you know it's it's not the greatest meth, but it is active. It's meth. Jesus. All right. Well, that's why they you can only buy one a month with your they ID it, yeah. because, 
because people were buying shitloads of them and making meth. But it stops me from sneezing, so you know it's good. Not just not just <laughs> books sneeze, and beer. I sneeze a lot. <laughs> Keeps you from having front teeth. Yeah. It's just I'm not I'm not saying I'm against those kind of drugs, but they fucking work, but that's what they are. Well, I, I just stay awake for three days. I think there is something nice about nature, and especially if you live in the city, like I've always lived in Queens, New York, um, growing up where it's mostly concrete, mostly roads, there's just a little bit of trees, you know, it's like there re- you really, in front of your you house, really there's one little shitty tree. absence of trees. Until you go to a place that has them. Like where I grew up in eastern Queens, it was more suburban. Yeah. And it was, there were trees, and I had a, I had a yard. And I mean, now I live in Western, and there there's aren't, there aren't there's some parks, but you don't see it. There's there's one in my backyard, but just by chance. I'm sure someone will cut it down because it's in the way of their fucking chain like fence. Yeah. But you don't see them, and you, like, you hear the stuff about like uh like Harlem, there aren't any trees, and like it's so hot because yeah trees trees actually lower the temperature in an area because of the shade and just absorbing the heat. No, it's also because. Because uh, the, the roots suck up water from the ground, which is going to be cooler than the air, especially yeah. in the summer. And then the Release leaves uh, uh, evaporate they water. Actively cool an area. So it's just... It is it's several degrees just, cooler. It's actually hotter in these places well, because they don't have a tree. Well, is, that, is that why from like New York, if I just went directly west and stayed at the same latitude... Uh, I go to places like Pennsylvania, a, a thousand percent, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's, it's cooler. We, even well, though it should be cooler also, at the coast, it's just it's blacktop. It's also the fact that it's all just pavement. That's really what's there's keeping not, it warmer. There's nothing to absorb the heat. If so there it were, up. even in a very dense city, like even in Manhattan, even in Brooklyn, even in Queens, even if they just were a lot more trees, it would be a degree or two cooler, even on the hottest days. In fact, the hottest days would probably be even cooler than that. Yeah, like they it have they have trees easier. in. Like downtown, like the nicer areas where they oh, have nice tree lined buildings, but like the poorer areas, they're just like, fuck it, because it costs too much money to maintain it and mix up the sidewalk. Like, fuck it, have no trees. I wasn't, I, my growing up, my dad, we had a tree in front of our house. We had three in our backyard, and this is in North yeah. Queens. My dad cut down all four of them over the course of my childhood. It's a pain in the ass. I'm tired of fucking raking leaves. That's fucking up my sidewalk. And then just got rid of everything. That is, that, and that's what people do because that like, is it's human nature. Issue. Yeah. We had trees in my yard. I cut some down. <laughs> so, like, this tree is... The house I grew ugly. up in had a fucking enormous tree. I don't know if you remember it. Uh, I don't the remember big, the, tree. the big house? I remember the big house. But I had, like, a... This tree was fucking huge. Uh, it was, you know, like, you couldn't, you couldn't even begin to get your arms around it. And they... When I sold the house, not me, when we sold the house, uh, you know, they knocked it down and built, you know, two McMansions, because that's what they do. Yep. And they cut down that tree. And it was... It had to have been at least 100 years old, easily. Sure. Probably more. Yeah. It was fucking huge, and it like, took over like, the whole, like the, the leaf area. I couldn't even, you could see around it. It was, nor- it was nuts. It was probably uh, one of the things, like the, the, uh, the property line was drawn around. That one wasn't, because it was kind of in like, a weird place. Oh. It was like, right in the middle of the yard. Yeah. So um, people, people do that, especially in, in urban areas, because you have so little land, you want to make the most use out of it. You want to have a nice grass lawn. I mean, it is nice to have some grass to play around. Like, uh, you know, when I have my kid crawling around the yeah, yard. some. Uh, grass is good. I mean, but now that's all that's allowed. I, that little, I could put whatever I want in my yard. Here. There's no rules so, here. Some, place, some neighborhoods are very, very prescriptive. You need to have a certain thing, a certain height, and you get tickets. Yeah. Which is fucking ridiculous, but that's, you chose to live there. Like, those are the rules when you moved in. I, I, the, uh, the libertarian in me is like, well, you know, everyone agreed to do that, so that's what we're doing. Though I think... The idea that 
this is a national forest, so private logging companies can log it. That that seems to be fucking absurd. Well, uh, also, I, heard that. I mean, I don't want to delve too far into politics here, but the libertarian in you, not in you, but the libertarian ideal would be let the market decide. What happens let to the trees. market decide, mm-hmm. and that's what basically been happening. Like we have cursory. You know, well, in because, name only. It's all about protection. protecting jobs. That's what. That's what yeah, they sell. It's not it. like yeah. we have parks and shit, but we don't really try. Like, I was thinking about this. Like, our ultimate goal is sustainability. Not even like make it better. I know. Yeah. But just to like maintain what little we have, and we have not even remotely come close to achieving that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, this is one of the things where I I, uh, I see the fray in a libertarian. It doesn't. It doesn't. Ideology. It does not provide. Solutions to large scale problems like right. that are exist outside need, of like you need or laws yeah. to see like you guys can't do this because people need to live in twenty years, yeah, or a like, hundred years because yeah. It, well, right it, now we're going to hope beyond, to make fifty, but beyond your life lifetime, yeah, everything is it, too care short, that too much. short term, and that's the way the world is. It's not libertarians' fault. I mean, even because you know that's human nature. That's human nature. It's yeah. just that's the way that people are. Is like, oh, I'm going to make some money now. Like, will it matter? That's what I have to do today. Will it matter if there? I mean, I, 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 Let I tomorrow I, figure this problem I, out. I, I get it, but also, like, regular people are in this mindset to an extent where it doesn't even affect. Like, the money that's being made is not going to go to them. It's not going to happen. Something like what is it? Like a hundred companies are responsible for seventy percent of carbon pollution. It's uh, some, it's I don't some, know that number. I don't know the number. It's something. I'm sure, it's a small it's number of companies relative to that. So when they tell us like, "Oh, you got to re- make reusable water bottles," like, okay, well, if I do that, it doesn't make a fucking difference, right? Like, if I change every, I mean, I actually have changed every light bulb in my house to the the special I light mean, bulbs. I'll do that no because difference. I don't want to change light bulbs that often. That's my you reason. You know what? Uh, you got to buy the. Uh, I've learned from I experience. Get the LED buy ones. the name brand ones because the shitty made in China LEDs do not last that long. <laughs> oh well, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's lead. That's, well, that's what it is. It's, a, it's not LED. It's just lead. <laughs> they just spelled it wrong. <laughs> it wasn't translated correctly. A lead bulb. It's very heavy. I, I, I understand. Like reading this book, I'm like, man, what could you do? Because it's so despairing. It's bleak, and mm-hmm. you know, he it's it, he gets the impression that there is no hope. And you know what? He might be right, and he's probably right. Well, I fully just believe like he's a right. state like I don't know, Nebraska. Isn't that mostly flat, empty land? Can you just plant a forest there? It's not that empty. It's flat, but there are people there. It's, but there's a it's lot all, of but like also, farms. But also farms. it wouldn't matter. So then it's just game over? Just fucking deal with it? I mean, the realist answer is yes. It's done. I think that's it. I think that's it. That's not. I don't think that's If true. the world stopped doing if all of its crazy shit stopped. today, things would be okay for the future. But yes. that's just not going to happen. The, if, if the entire world was like renewable energy right the, now. Certainly. But the problem is that we put it off so long that the only thing you could do is more and more extreme responses. If they had started 30 years ago, sure. But now, the seas it, will rise. It's, yeah, seems to like And the book isn't even really about climate change. It's really just about the trees. It's about trees, but it's, you know, tangentially, if, yeah. like, end it's result about climate change. Are still is we haven't taken care of it, and the earth will be fine. It will move on. We will not. Well, as, uh, as uh, George Carlin said, human beings are so arrogant, they make that. You know, yeah. we got to fix the world. The earth is going to shake us off like a bad case of fleas. Is what it is, said. basically. <laughs> the earth will be it's fine. Climate change is a fever. Yes. And it will read us of the infection, which is us. But, um, well, that's a, that's a fucking terrible attitude, though, to be like, well, it's over. Done. No, I mean, the attitude is maybe it's bleak, but, you know, you can still try. 
But the uh, but the thing is, like you can most try, of us as individuals, they're like, hey, try. don't put on your air conditioner. Open a window. Okay, sure, yeah. I'll do that, and that will make no difference. It makes no difference. Okay, unplug your phone not. charger. One person doing one thing makes no difference in the grand scheme. If every single but person if did everybody it. Everybody did it. It would make a sizable difference. But, uh, but here, if so everybody did it, it would make some difference. But the thing is, it but was we have to reshape yeah. the uh-huh. economy because of the Earth. Wasn't it something like was like nine of those giant Trans Pacific? Uh, cargo ships or 10 of them is like more put out more pollution than every car in North America or yeah, something, something so crazy all the, like the that. The world's 16 biggest cargo ships put out as much carbon pollution as the entire world's fleet of cars put together. And it's 16 ships. So when someone's like, hey, take the bus or walk, all right, cool. That means nothing compared to that. But we'd, we'd all, I mean, if every single the, person got rid of their the car. The problem is that they're not going to change the things for those people. Like those right. companies that do this, it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, that's why you need to fucking vote. That's why you need to, yeah, you know, write certainly. Your that is why you need to, and you need to, and you know what, make this an issue. Maybe humanity, humanity is probably not going to end. Certainly, parts but of it'll it, be worse. It's going to get so much worse. Billions of people will die. Guarantee. That's a guarantee at this point. Scientists are like, it's too late. I don't know it's, if it's quite that extreme. I uh, don't think you're right. I so, mean, the thing that would cause it's not direct, it is basically if um, the there, world can't feed enough people anymore. Sure. Then, no, that and could there, cause there it. will be a lack of drinkable water in but there's there's and countries unbe- will fight unbelievable over it. technology to purify water. And it exists but not for a countrywide scale. Yeah, desalination takes so much energy. You like, can't you can't it, it's it's getting better. Country it is getting better. I, I think I think you guys are overly pessimistic. And I think, I think that also not, I think the thing about star- people enough. starving to death, there are people who starve to death right now, and there are always people who starve to death because food is not allocated well. Like we throw oh, we away waste oh, no. so yeah, much, we do. as much food so as we eat. That, that's a whole thing we, but, could, we could do better. But the thing is, hundred and fifty years ago, whatever it was Malthus writing about how we're not going to have enough food to feed people. That was two hundred and fifty years. Yeah. Ago. Okay. So people have figured out more efficient ways to get food out of the earth. Well, is there a, is there a ceiling to that? Sure, at some point. Yes. But people. You know, what's that? Necessity is a mother of invention. People have figured out better ways to farm, more efficient ways to farm, more more ways to get more food out of less land. No, I. What we need I is a way to distribute it in a better way. But we've also, as they said in the book, when like Doug was born, more people have been born since he was born than were alive total. In when he was born, like the population has exploded. Yeah, and we will hit a ceiling, and people will start to die. But just. That's mostly the developing world, though. That's not America. That's not the no, United States. Yes, it's the not. United States, if we weren't for immigration, so I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're going to die here. But the thing is, like, yeah. the, the problem, the problem is, and this is why people argue about this so vehemently, is that these are global issues, and we can only make national decisions. We can make national decisions, but we, like, but if, if you, you make enough national decisions, so India like, and China use a tremendous amounts of shitty, dirty energy. Most of Africa uses that, and the United States and most of like the Western world, frankly, don't have that many children. So the population would be shrinking. Yes, but if it's it also for certain it's also not solely a population issue. Right, but but these are all interconnected things. How do we fix it? There's not one fix. It's but like also change the way everybody the thing does everything. They say in the book, and they are right, is deforestation is largely because of Western consumerism. Sure. Like by the time in the next twenty years, Indonesia will be deforested entirely. It's gone. That's it. And that's a huge section. And the Amazon, parts of it will be good, but well, most because of it's they've been, gone. They, and, and Amazon, they've been cl- uh, clearing forests at like the acre an hour, or whatever the rate is, mm-hmm. yeah. to make room for grazing cattle. Yeah. Grazing cattle for hamburgers that Americans eat. 
It's for American steaks and hamburgers. Because we need a hamburger to cost 75 cents. I don't like paying a lot of money for hamburgers. You're not even going to get a good one for 75 cents. Uh, Okay. So the book, is it worth reading? Absolutely. Definitely. This was hands down one of the best books I've ever read. It's a beautifully written book. I mean, we, we we glossed through the plot, but the way it is written is really what... Like it hooks you, and you're like, "This is." When I think, when I thought of like, "This is what I've never read a book before," where it's like, "I understand what they meant by a grand, sweeping narrative." Hmm. Even more grand than War and Peace, because he actually gave a shit. This was way better. This than was War like and Peace. War and Peace if War and Peace was good. Where it was like a, th- a lot of characters that actually fucking came together, and the plot mattered, and it wasn't like, like, uh, I don't know. War and Peace sucked. Fuck that book. Yeah. <laughs> War and trees. War and trees. Uh, I think Wood Richard and Powers. Richard Powers. Dick Powers. Dick Powers. Fantastic writer. Like his, yeah. I, I, reading the book, like there were some parts that were like, this is a little too hippie-ish for me. Preachy? Um, yeah, a little bit too much. Like the trees, they're so magical and they're amazing with the trees, especially the Patricia Westerford sections. Like she yeah. really goes into it. It's partly that, but it's also because partly people just don't fucking know. And oh, you, sure, have, sure. you have to, you got to yeah. oversell it to people to meet you halfway. Okay, that makes sense. I can see that. But just even with that aside, I just found it interesting. Yeah. I enjoyed reading yeah. it. I mean, um, like if you've never heard it like I, I had heard about the Woodward web a few weeks ago just by chance and I was like this is bizarre I've never heard anything like this and it's kind of like that where you people know about this but most of the earth has no fucking idea I thought um, I, there's a quote on the jacket or somewhere from Margaret Atwood I think and says Richard Powers cannot write or something to the effect of Richard Powers cannot write an uninteresting book and this is the kind of so, thing someone like, told each me. Of, each of his books is like about a certain subject, but I, I don't there, Yeah, he, it's very varied. I mean, there are certain themes throughout his things and things he comes back to, but I mean, he just kind of writes weird, whatever he feels like weird shit. He's a hell of a writer. Like, he's fantastic. This is the second book of his I read, and I'm looking forward you to it. You said that's one of his dick powers? It's writing, yes. <laughs> writes it with his dick. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's difficult. Just smacking it against the keyboard. It's taking him like two years to type this out. <laughs> I loved it. How Nate, does he hold shit? I, I really liked it, yeah. <laughs> Shaft, he old shaft. He does. Anyway, I, I thought it was a beautifully written book, and I, I really liked it a lot. I, I have considered like just getting this and giving it to everyone I know. <laughs> Not everyone, like five or six people. I I give. I know to people. My mom. I know most people don't read, so I'm not going to waste my time. Like, here, read this 500 page book about trees. But those that do, I will absolutely. This is this this is what I, at the beginning. This lost to Milkman. I could see why Milkman won. I mean, I loved it. It was also an incredible book. But I thought this one was absolutely better. I think part of that might be that the Booker was traditionally a non-American award. And oh, is he American? Um, yeah. And Americans had just won like the two years in a row before. I yeah. think there might be a slight... Uh, yeah, I, 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 think, I think that probably I could also see it. why it won, certainly. Like, it wasn't undeserving. But this one was... No, Milkman was great. This one was hell of a thing. One of the best I've read in a long time. Yeah. Absolutely. Really dug it. Um, dug it like digging out to plant a tree. <laughs> no, read it. Yeah, do yeah. it. Go Grow read the it. fuck up. Very much recommend it. Go plant a tree. Or plant like a million. A lot. We are or falling, do nothing. We're falling wild behind. Yeah, or you can just, you know, nihilist it up and do nothing. But try a little. No, I mean, let the forest grow. Oh. Just like, don't mow your lawn. Don't cut down the trees. Just like, if you have... Don't just cut down the trees, grow. certainly. Just do nothing. Just let it, let nature be. That'd be cool. Put a few benches in it, and then it's a park. I feel like everybody wins then. Make sure Perfect. it's a park and not a forest. Yeah, mm-hmm. for reals. Well, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkeyesbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkeyesbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkeyesbookclub. Give, uh, wherever you're listening to it, uh, just give us a, a review. Just round up to five or we'll cut down a tree. Ooh. I'm not going to do that because I can't. 
You don't, don't have, you don't I don't have, have tools or trespassing. access to a tree. I can do it. And I will. I'll know if you didn't leave that review. He cannot tell a lie. And we are now a member of the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer, pod- beer podcasters. So if you liked us, uh, you'll probably like them too. So check them out. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.